Yeah. Ah. Uh, it's Monday Night Raw. Podcast from the shadows and it's Blake. Yeah, it's New Year's Eve. WWA. Monday Night Raw, baby. Let's get it. All right, yo. What's up, everybody? Start off the night with with the steel cage match. Michael Cole called it the marquee matchup. I honestly thought this was going to be the main event. I'm glad it's starting off the evening. Well, starting off the Monday Night Raw evening because it's a, it is a main event caliber uh, type of match. It got great superstars and it is a, it is a match that definitely can bring a fair level of brutality. We've seen knife edge chops that were putting Ziggy down. We saw a giant DDT from Ziggy to McIntyre. And we've seen a lot of Ziggy trying to get out of the ring. Well, actually, in the very beginning, we saw uh, Ziggy trying to get out of the ring. And uh, Drew McIntyre was able to just reach up, grab him down, had him in powerbomb position for a moment. But just to give to these guys uh, performance capabilities, they... Uh, well, Drew carried him over to the other side, and uh, Ziggler, when, whilst he was getting carried over, he was getting his fair punches in and was able to jump over to the other side of the cage to try to climb out. But thus far before the commercial break, what we've gotten was uh, both of these guys trying to climb out, head slams onto the hard steel, and both of them were uh, dropped equally onto the very top rope, <laughs> groin shots, and then they both fell off so this is the first segment of the match and um i'm not really too sure who's going to win it we know that dolphins have gone through more than enough with uh trying to prove that he can steal the show and he is the superstar to beat and he's been very upset because drew has uh you know uh, risen to prominence by way of him somewhat and once Drew got to a certain point, or as I said, got to got in the spotlight mainly, he uh, kind of just left uh, Dolph Ziggler in the shadows, if you will. But yeah, right now these guys looking—they're looking like they evenly matched in the first part of the steel cage match, and uh, both of them have something to prove. So I'm very, very intrigued to see who's going to be able to come out on top of this. Could this be the blow off before 2019? It. It kind of feels like it, so we're going to find out who wins this match in a little bit. We had a failed famous attempt, and we had a lot of uh, just uh, scrapping in the ring before both of these guys started to try to go for the cage door, uh, utilizing all of the elements and attempted victory where you can just get over the top, of course, with both feet have to hit the ground, or you could go through the cage door as opposed to just uh, picking up a pinfall or submission inside of the steel cage. We saw Ziggy try to go for the door, and Drew McIntyre was able to pull him back. And instead of trying to exit the cage for himself, he went back in to take down Dolph. And that really gives to the idea of one of these men wanting to literally uh, dominate the other one. Like, there needs to be a clear-cut winner. So when Drew went back into the ring, uh, Dolph hit him with his own head, but we saw... Glasgow kiss, I believe that's what it's called, but we saw a headbutt earlier on in the match from Drew to Dolph, and we just saw Dolph return one, which uh, knocked these guys a little loopy for a small moment. I didn't know who took the worst of the exchange uh, coming directly from uh, Graves on commentary, and I felt the same exact way, and um, that's basically been the uh, major part of this uh, part of the match in between ad breaks thus far 
uh, well, there was a definite spot where uh, Dolph went back to attempt after a famous early, the one that actually uh, was successful. He went to the door and Drew went to catch him and he went to, he went to like the second rope, I guess just to try to pull him or deliver some next form of punishment. But Dolph had the wherewithal to grab the cage door himself and pull it closed to slam Drew McIntyre in the head and knock him down for a little while. I believe that might have been what led to the famous spot actually. Uh, you should definitely go back and watch the match for yourself because thus far it's a real goodie and these guys are showing just how well they can work together but inside of the storyline again we can see who we can see both of these guys want to win I talked about Drew I mean I talked about Dolph last time this time around Drew is uh, uh, he he wants to prove once and for all that it he was the reason behind uh, Dolph Ziggler pick, picking up the victories that he did in 2018. It's it's hard to argue it. You know, we've seen Dolph be a fair bit of bitter toward the way uh, he's been put to the side. And I'm not just talking about with this most recent rivalry with Drew McIntyre. I'm talking about this, this dates back to the Intercontinental Championship runs against The Miz and such. But... That's all the way back in what I would even call 2017. So beyond that, uh, I think that Drew uh, has uh, more to prove if he wants to actually be seen in the Universal Heavyweight Championship picture. So uh, matches back on. We see Dolph at the very top of the cage, but Drew has stopped him. And let's find out how the uh, closing sequence of this match takes place. Man, after the commercial and well, after the commercials ended, we saw Drew begin to dominate the match. Like I said, well, we saw a giant superplex. We came back from the commercial break and saw Ziggy on top of the cage. Drew's up, the, got up there real fast. Was able to pull him down for a giant superplex. We definitely uh, got to. It was a lot of uh, trash talk from Drew to Dolph, which is uh, could serve to be a fair detriment. But I mean. When you pick up the win, which is what happened, it's quite okay. The trash talk led into a zigzag, but also led into a kick out of two. And Dolph was going for that super kick, and uh, Drew was able to deliver a Claymore. And no, it was not enough. He wanted to deliver a second one, so that's exactly what he did. Dolph was on his knees. He wasn't even back on his feet. The things that kept him down, in my opinion, were the tosses into the steel cage. He tossed him face first into the cage. He delivered what was what seemed to be a vertical suplex, but wasn't. He picked him up and had him in position, but then just flung him into the cage. And Drew, I mean, Dolph dropped up rightly on his head. And uh, that's what led into the closing sequence to the zigzag, but ultimately the two claymores. But now, oh my goodness, you know, Drew stepped out of the ring after the one, two, three, but now he has a steel chair. He's pummeling the man now, pummeling him in the corner. In the, well, in the cage corner, he has the chair in hand now, and, and what's he going to do with it? Oh, oh, man. He has a chair set up, and, and he delivers a missile drop kick. Dolph is laying on the cage, laid out on the side. Drew puts the chair in between him and the ropes, between Dolph laying on the cage and the ropes. 
then goes in and delivers a missile drop kick in between the middle and bottom rope. The WWE Universe is clamoring for one more, but my goodness, this is this is quite the way to close out 2018 for the Scottish Psychopath, which, wait, real time. Uh huh. Welcome to the Broad Jungle, folks. Dolph, it didn't have to be this way. <laughs> I told you to walk away, but you kept coming for my scraps. Now here's the truth. You are nothing. You are pathetic. You are dead weight. And Dolph Ziggler does not even deserve my scraps. Alright. Focus on what really matters. What's that, Drew? You already know I'm the king of the raw jungle. Uh -huh. It is time to prove that I am the king of the WWE. Okay. Big claim. I am going to win the Royal Rumble match and finally finally fulfill my destiny when I win the Universal Championship. Sounds real good. I don't know who can argue, Mago. Oh my goodness. Drew notices that Dolph is uh, trying to get back up after all of that talking. Oh! And uh, he went back to the ring. It was a claymore. Dolph set up the chair to pick himself up. He sat down and it tried to get up. And by the time he got up and recognized, Drew was in the ring ready to deliver one last claymore. My goodness. There's a limo pulling up right now. Who could it be? What? Pair ones. Oh, that's the Shane. Shane O'Mac is in the in Triple H. Look, two half of the McMahon clan is on deck. Let's see how we. Oh man, look at these two, <laughs> the brother-in-laws and gnomes. <laughs> Resolutions from Finn Balor. Alright, Finn. Alright. 2018 is over. Oh, Ember Moon. is the year where I show the WWE Universe that the Sheenom is more than a nickname. And that starts by winning the Women's Royal Rumble match. Hmm. Our New Year's resolution oh, the Ascension. To bring back the fashion files. This. No. <laughs> no come on. WWE.com. Go check the fashion files. They got a new episode up. Oh, Lucia House Party. So we met 
after the commercial break with Seth freaking Rollins. Crowd in Detroit's white hot for him. Detroit fired up tonight, baby! Yeah, man. Look, I gotta be honest with you guys. I'm not too big on New Year's resolutions. It's not my thing. See, life, life moves a little too fast for that, especially here in WWE. Every single week, every Monday is like a new year. Every day is a chance for a fresh start. But I'm not interested in waiting for the ball to drop in Times Square. I want to get this party started right now. Alright. I've got myself a rematch for the Intercontinental Championship okay. against Dean Ambrose. And I want to do that right now. Is Dean going to go for that? He is the world champion right now. Oh, wait a minute. Definitely not. I hope you all are standing on your feet. But take a seat, take a seat. It's been a while, Seth. It has. You said something interesting, fresh start. See, every day that you wake up, you have an opportunity for a fresh start. A fresh start at life to do anything you want to do. It's never been more true than it is right now here in the WWE. Nothing is going to be handed to anybody anymore. There is going to be no automatic anything. Which is why I'm here to tell you that your automatic rematch for the Intercontinental Championship that you think was going to happen here tonight oh, man. is not going to happen. Oh, denied. Well, and Seth, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure you deserve a rematch anyway. And trust me, I take no pleasure in saying that to you. I was always your most vocal supporter. I was the guy that believed in oh, you. Oh, please, cut the crap, Hunter. You only believed in me because I was your puppet. That's what you think. Now, I believed in you because you made me believe in you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. When you 
told me you were going to be the face of Monday Night Raw. You made me believe that. When you told me you were going to be the man here, you made me believe that. You took everything, took everything that you ever wanted here. You made me believe in you. And for a brief moment, when I didn't believe in you, well, then you took me to WrestleMania on the grandest stage of them all in front of the entire world, and you kicked my ass until I believed in you again. Wow. So where's that guy, huh? The guy that took what he wanted, because all I see is a shell of what I used to see standing in front of me asking for stuff. Asking? Asking? I'm not asking for anything. Have you been watching this show for the last 12... What's happening? Technical difficulty, apparently. on my back for the last year! True. Don't downplay Mojo, man. You know what? I'm glad you're not handing anything out anymore. Because I want to earn my opportunities. Yeah. What do you want? You want that ruthless bastard? You want that soulless guy who will do whatever it takes to get what he wants? Is that who you want? Yes. That is exactly what I want, and I want it to start tonight. I want you to burn it all down, starting tonight with the almighty Bobby Lashley. All right, Bobby Lashley. I'll burn Bobby Lashley down. No problem. I will take everything he's got to give, and then I will take everything Dean Ambrose has got to give, including the Intercontinental Championship. And you know what? After that, I'll take anyone who gets in my way. I'll take Brock Lesnar if he gets in my way. I'll take the Universal is... title if that gets in my way. And I'll take down your whole damn family if you get in my way. Oh, man. You got to be careful. Shane coming out looking like he ready to calm things down. Yeah, see? <laughs> ready to calm it down, ready to defuse the situation. Yeah, I was about to say, if anybody else doesn't have chills, then you're watching the product wrong. Shane O'Mac. Champion 
Dean Ambrose in this ring tonight. All right. To be the winner of the Fresh Start Battle Royal. Fresh Start Battle Royal. Need to clear the ring because, gentlemen, that match starts right now. Who's it going to be? Fresh Start Battle Royal. And we got Finn coming out first. Man, man, man. Talk, Nene. Wow. Oh, great segment. We saw Mr. McMahon uh, get underneath AJ Styles' skin last week on SmackDown Live. And this week we're seeing Triple H get underneath the skin of the architect. And, um, you know, just to advocate for the product, I would say that uh, if, you, if you take uh, any kind of appreciation from the product and you, you respect the superstars and you can see how they're, you know, listening to the crowd or listening to the fans, then that segment was extremely powerful, you know, because it's not just, you know, WWE COO Triple H talking to WWE superstar Seth Rollins. It's whoever you might look up to telling you what they want out of you. It could be a a higher form of yourself in, you know, 10 years, five years, you know, future you uh, telling you what they want to see so you can get to the position that they're in or you're in in that 10 years or five years or five months even, maybe even five days, you know, coming up on the fresh new year of 2019. I think we all uh, can use that bit of inspiration to just rev up and get going and take no prisoners when it comes to what it is we're looking for you know the only thing we're taking is what we want it was a beautiful segment and I think that this fresh start battle royal uh, where the winner is going to take on Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship it's uh, it may be uh, what some would call sticking to the old formula and just putting a new name on it but I think that it's a definite step in the right direction it's a way that people look at the product and I would say that maybe they watch a little bit too they, well I don't want to say too much but they watch a lot of other brands you know I specifically and exclusively watch WWE uh, for segments like that think that it's it's something that people that are feeling down uh, can use to pick themselves back up you know I watch uh, this exclusively because I care not to compare it to the other uh, pro wrestling venues and uh, what is it companies and such because this is a sports entertainment company it's a a completely different animal as per compared to the other guys this proves it so I liked it I would like to see who else is in the battle royale and uh, we're gonna hop to it in about a minute or two 
You know, Battle Royale always uh, has that Royal Rumble type of energy. We got the Royal Rumble coming up. We had uh, No Way Jose just tossed out of the ring. Uh, someone else, we got the B team, and a lot of people. We got Kurt Hawkins, we got the Ascension, we got Titus, we got the Lucha House Party, we got Tyler Breeze, we've got Baron Corbin, of course. We got Dean Ambrose watching backstage. But above anything, do you know what we got in the ring tonight that we haven't seen in a while or we've heard a little about on the, well, excuse me, a little bit about on the internet? We've got, that's right, Long Island IZ, Zach Ryder in the ring. So shouts to seeing my man Zach on the on WWE TV to close out 2018. I really respect what what he shared a couple of weeks back about not complaining about not being on. He just wants to, you know, stay in shape and, you know, stay ready. It's uh, of course more of a ladder to climb, but to be honest with you, it's it, it's, it's again it's just respectable, you know. He just wants to stay in shape and stay ready. And now uh, you know he, you know he's been a little upset that he hasn't been showcased on WWE TV like that in 2018. But it's very clear that they're listening. Fresh start, you know. Everyone can have their complaints about it, but at the end of the day, it's uh, why be mad? You know, this is it's a 25-year-old show and it's still going strong. And by hook or by crook, I honor it. So hey, <laughs> you should too. Why not? Blue Child's party it gets Titus out of the ring and we've gotten about 25% of the superstars eliminated. Uh, don't really have a uh, winner in the match per se. It's a couple of uh, cool faces that we could see win. As soon as I brought up Zack Ryder, commentary went directly to speaking on him. Uh, you go back and watch the match, you could uh, almost see for yourself. But yep, it's uh, he could pick up a win here and be right back uh, on the trail to uh, some sort of title opportunity. Well, he will be on the trail to an Intercontinental Championship opportunity. But it's uh, been the the match so far has been uh, a fair story of who's who's going to get there. So a lot of the superstars we know, well, all of the superstars in the ring are uh, very strong, you know, individuals. They work out regularly. So it's not as if they're just going to easily be tossed over the top. Like, look at Titus, the Lucha House Party. It took all three members to get him out, and he was ready to get Kalisto out. But those uh, those hermanos work together real well. So they stick with their brother, and they uh, they were able to get him out of the ring. We hit up a commercial break, so we're going to find out how the match uh, continues and potentially ends after this next ad. Come back from the break, and the uh, uh, king of the ropes, Grand Metalik, went up to the very top, which is uh, the worst possible place to be in a battle royal or royal rumble. Uh, but since we're having the battle royal right now, he just went to the top, and Finn was able to get him, all, get him out of there, push him out of the ring. The rest of the Lucha brothers went in. Uh, to uh, Lucha House Party went in to, uh, to try to avenge their fallen brother and that didn't uh, work out too well for them because ultimately they were both tossed over the top rope and finished. Uh, the B team just tried to get Apollo out and Apollo was able to, to land on the apron and uh, back body drop both of them out of the ring. Apollo just kicked uh, Connor of the Ascension out of the ring and then he sends Mojo over the top. Mojo just came back from injury, apparently. Mo uh, Apollo's on fire right now. This is his spot and his time. He just uh, 
put down Kerhawk and, and Zack Ryder. He had uh, Tyler Breeze up for Gorilla Press, but dropped him. Uh, Breeze went for a kick, missed, and then Apollo lifted him back up for Gorilla Press and tossed him out of the ring onto the superstars that were out there. But Baron Corbin is left, which uh, just actually landed a choke slam. It's usually a choke slam backbreaker, but to just go for the choke slam, awesome. Moving into a sling blade uh, from Finn. So we've got, uh, we're going to have a fairly fresh start. We got Finn left, we got Kurt Hawkins left. We got Zack Ryder left, we got Apollo left, and um, again, as I said, Baron Corbin. Right now, Finn is definitely on fire, and um, who's to say who's going to win? Oh, well, guess what? Finn was on fire, but was eliminated by Baron Corbin, who he had a fair rivalry with uh, in the better, uh, fair part of 2018. And, um, yep, now uh, it's uh, down to just four WWE superstars, and... Uh, Baron Corbin, Apollo, Zack Ryder, and uh, Kurt Hawkins. Now, Kurt Hawkins is somewhere in the uh, lower 200s. I would assume the 220s as far as losses go without one victory. It would be something else to see him be able to pick up a victory. Uh, Zack Ryder went for the broski boot on Baron Corbin and got uh, sent out of the ring. So now we've got Apollo, Kurt Hawkins, and Baron Corbin. It seems that the crowd is truly behind Kurt, uh, but uh, it's, it's obvious that Corbin isn't taking him too seriously. Could we see an animal come out of Kurt Hawkins tonight? Final three. Oh, wait. Tossed out. No, he lands on the apron. He is still in it. He's trying to pull, pull Corbin out. Corbin's a tall guy. Oh. Oh. All right, he's using some power. And tosses Kurt Hawkins out. Can't do it. Can't finish it. But wait a minute. Down to these last two between Apollo and uh, Baron Corbin. Who's going to take this victory? I'm not too sure. Apollo definitely has something to prove. And we know that Baron Corbin is still fairly salty. That, wait, is he going for another choke slam to the well again? What a backflip reversal! Oh, Baron Corbin tried to go for his little out of the ring clothesline, but uh, listen, Apollo with eight eliminations, man, that was so crazy. Landed into a kick from Apollo and was sent over the top rope. That's awesome. Apollo Crews versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship tonight. That's it's something else. Eight eliminations. Now that 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 sounds good going into the Royal Rumble. So he knocked out the B team. Knocked out Mojo. That's three. Knocked out Tyler Breeze. So that's four. Wait, what? All right, they didn't get all of them, I assume. But yep, there it is. He kicks Baron Corbin in the head and goes for another kick, and Baron Corbin flips out of the ring. 
Charlie. Shall I see? See, stands for CrossFit. But hold on. People in the crowd going crazy. Any better way to spend my last day of 2018 by becoming the new WWE Intercontinental Champion? Oh, the people believe. I should have come in the own backstage. He may very well become the new Intercontinental Champion. Now please welcome my guest, Natalia. Oh, and now we got a segment with Natty Cat backstage. What's she got to say? Before I ask you about moving forward into 2019, I want to take a look back at what happened last week. Oh, man. This was one of the best matches I've seen on Raw all year. A great match. Natty did awesome. Now on this last night of 2018, what does the future hold for you heading into 2019? I don't know. I mean, it, 2018 was such a whirlwind of a year for me, but you know, losing my dad, it was just, it was, it was a lot to handle. It, but it was also full of so many great things, you know, being a part of the first ever women's pay-per-view evolution and playing with one of my best friends, Ronda Rousey, and even the match that we had last week. On Raw, the championship match that really pushed both of us to our limits. It was so magical, and I, I cannot wait to do it again at WrestleMania. Oh. That's why I'm entering the Women's Royal Rumble. All right, 2019 then. 2019 is going to be my year. Wait. Oh, here go the face breaker, ladies and gentlemen. Nia Jax. come through Tamina came from behind and attacked Natty Golly so sad so sad no best friend Ronda Rousey in sight got Nia Jax getting pulled off asking that question and uh this uh def this definitely sets up a rivalry between Nia Jax and Natty I almost don't know what to say about those two going at it I honestly uh have Natty at like number two in the women's division right now I, I like uh, all of the women superstars, but honestly, looking at what Natty was uh, able to pull off 
last week on Monday Night Raw versus Ronda Rousey in that women's championship match. My goodness, we saw Natty do some of the great, it was some of the greatest mat work I've ever seen. It. I'm still getting that feeling thinking back to it. The only match that would rival, excuse me, rival it would be the uh, the last woman's standing match between uh, the man Becky Lynch and Charizard herself, you know, Charlotte Flair. But I definitely enjoyed that. You know, it's a Raw and SmackDown thing. So on Raw, yeah, man, that was that was so good. And I don't know, man, Nia Jax might need to look out. <laughs> might need to look out because Natty going to come back with a vengeance. It'll be nice to see uh, uh, Naya look strong, but I don't know, man. Natty, Natty showed that she's really capable. We know that Naya is very powerful as is, but um, man, look, we we saw we saw Natty pull some stuff out the bag against Ronda Rousey, so it's gonna be a very uh, intriguing rivalry indeed. Look, ring of the New Year's, save is up to 40% off www.shop.com right now. We got Baron Corbin in the ring. Every week and I tried to please each and every one of you, and all you did was boo. <laughs> Good heat. Talk about sponsors in a bit, y'all. Wait a minute. We got Elias up on stage. Yes. It's gonna be a party, and as I hate to break it to you, but I don't want to invite losers to my party. So oh you gotta man. Go. Well. Oh man, you're a loser. Chance from the crowd to Baron. Gosh. Sure. 
breathe that Baron Corbin running his mouth in this arena ain't no way to spend New Year's. Uh -huh. Besides, this city is on the rise. This city is making a comeback. Mm. And now that Elias is here, this city will be resurrected like you can never imagine. Because everyone in the Motor City knows that WWE stands for... Talk. Walk with Elias. <laughs> now you better believe that I've got a song to sing tonight. You know what? If you're not going to leave, well then we just need you to do a few things for us. Why don't you silence your cell phone, hold your applause until after I've finished, but most importantly, Baron... Shut your mouth! Man. to you. That's what I was going to guess. Fight. You want to come for a fight? All right, then. All right, so they fought it out. It took it all the way to the... Took it into the WWE Universe. All the crowd loved that one. They were... Uh, Elias was tossed into the crowd. And tossed into some seats also. But had some sort of... Uh, what Michael Cole called a liquid. And Corey called a WD-40. But that was able to give him the uh, upper hand. Uh, only for, well, for a moment. And... Uh, when Baron Corbin decided to retreat, Elias uh, pretty much beat him up through the through one of the big giant barrels into Baron, and it was uh, something crazy. Just after that, he flipped him over the barricade again, and that was the end of that. You can hear his music playing a little in the background. Later on tonight, though, we've got a matchup between uh, Ronda Rousey and Natalia taking on Nia Jax and Tamina. So. And now we're going to find out exactly where Natty's friend was, and let's find out how uh, Nia and Tamina are able to stand up to those two. ALP and Drake Maverick. New Year's resolutions. And resolve who are going to become more brutal, more barbaric than ever before in 2019 until they get their tag team title rematch and become raw tag team champions once again. Oh my god. He popped a balloon. A riot squad. As soon as a little bit of pressure is applied, they reveal their true selves and break. In 2019, that's what the riot squad is here for. Is that a hiccup? To apply pressure. Zach Ryder. 
2019 is to have more matches on Monday Night Raw. And to collect all the new WWE action figures. No, we're still in 2018. No way, Jose. We don't worry about 2019 now. No, we worry about that when we get there. So just live your life. Live in the moment. Okay, you know what? You know, we're going to enjoy life right now. I'm going to show you right now. Oh, is it party time? Look, they partying. Alright, it's time for the C-Nom, time for the C-Nom. Ah, Ember that came out, but who coming out? Sasha. So we got the Riot Squad taking on Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Ember Moon. We know last week, uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Ember Moon were able to pick up a victory against three other superstars, I believe. It was Mickey James, Alicia Fox, and uh, Dana Brooke. And take nothing away from those three. But after the victory, the Riot Squad came in uh, and with a sneak attack from behind. So now we're having this match uh, on New Year's Eve. And you know, these six women all have their own uh, rights and claims. It's, well, first of all, they'll all be in a, a women's Royal Rumble match. But, you know, we got the Women's Tag Team Championships coming up. A lot of the talk on commentary has been uh, who can potentially be, uh, you know, the Royal Women's Champion. I mean, excuse me, the Royal um, Women's Tag Team Champions. You know, uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks have been, uh, they've had a different 2018. They've had their ups and their downs. They've gone to uh, friendship counseling, uh, you know, and uh, they've even... Uh, it's even been noticed by uh, certain aspects of commentary, but whoa! Quick pause. Sasha went for the double knees on the ropes on Liv Morgan, but the teamwork. Oh my goodness! You know I make a joke about Sasha. You know we all love Sasha here at the podcast in the shadows, but um, she almost kills herself once a week. And this week, uh, Ruby Riot had a hand in it because she moved Liv Morgan out of the way of the knees. And Sasha landed on both of her knees from the top rope, essentially, or from the second rope, the top rope height with the jump attached. And then uh, when she was down and trying to get back up, Liv jumped over the rope and completely double stomped her on the back, which uh, landed her midsection into the mat first and, of course, the rest of her body. But, man, it looked painful. But um, getting back to what I was sharing, uh, these women... And Bailey and Sasha Banks have gone through their ups and downs in 2018, but they can definitely uh, pull it together. And they, well, they have. And, uh, you know, when it's it's been shown that when they work together, they are a very, very cool, cohesive unit, only to be uh, rivaled. And right now, I would say, by maybe uh, the Iconics. But that's SmackDown. But really the Riot Squad, because since they've come up, uh, come over to the main roster. They've totally been a dominant force. You know, they've been cutting ties of uh, backstage uh, personnel. They've been destroying uh, photo shoot sets. You know, you go to WWE.com, you can see what they did for Christmas. You know, and you know uh, they all have their own very unique characters. Uh, Sarah Logan got married, but. You know, just to show her Viking heritage, they ate a deer heart, you know, that has a real Red Dead Redemption, God of War uh, type of a savage energy, but that's what it's all about, you know. 
and uh, you know Liv Morgan is extremely uh, talented she hasn't really shown anything crazy crazy but at the same exact time she's just so scrappy you know and on any given night <laughs> you know like to mix that with a Viking uh, powerhouse like Sarah Logan you know they could definitely uh, be tag team champions you can see how they even come down to the ring how close they're all that they all are and you know underneath the guidance of Ruby Riot who has a fresh new haircut and apparently this is a throwback to uh, Ruby Riot of old you know we've seen a bit of aggression in the match thus far and again you know she just saved her partner from uh, getting double need in the rose by Sasha Banks so you can see it but Sasha just now got a knee of herself to uh, really really uh, floor Liv Morgan so they're both going for their corners and respective tags Sasha doesn't get there in time Liv Morgan is able to tag Sarah Logan in but uh oh my goodness and then just headbutts the woman Sarah Logan is uh, another type of energy but yeah like I was saying uh Ruby Riot well Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan just uh did a double leg sweep on Sasha for a takedown and this gives back to that cohesive unity that these women show wow springboard a cross body out of the ring to Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. She went from one side of the ring all the way out of the ring. That was crazy. This is the athleticism that Ember Moon has, who can definitely one day be Raw Women's Champion. I would even predict uh, maybe sometime after uh, WrestleMania, depending on how uh, the women perform in time, we could see a rivalry between those two. But wait, we saw a backstabber to Sarah Logan and a giant elbow from Bailey, and that is the one, two, three. Man, this is so awesome, man. I think that the women's evolution is in full swing, and this, uh, these women are putting it all on the line each and every week. You know, it doesn't matter how much TV time they weren't given because now they get plenty of it, and to see. Uh, these women going at it the way they are, you know, inside a storyline. My goodness, they just showed the replay of that giant springboard crossbody. Please go and look at that and w via whatever platform you can find. I believe the WWE uh, YouTube channel should have that in uh, in the matchup or the review of it, just a quick highlights, because that was a definite highlight. I would even give that a top 10 moment of Raw. Because that was that was crazy, but yeah, this this is the women, you know. And I could go on and on for hours when it comes to the women's evolution and the women's division. But up next, we've got Seth Rollins taking on Bobby Lashley. Who knows who's gonna take that one? We know the Almighty Bobby Lashley is extremely powerful. He has Leo Rush in his corner, and you know Seth Rollins just had that talk with Triple H. Uh, earlier tonight, so it's uh, it's a reinvigorated Seth, is what could be called that, and uh, I don't want to say it starts a new rivalry between the two, but going into WrestleMania, going in, well, start the road to WrestleMania at the Royal Rumble, uh, these two, and ending the year of 2018, heading into the new year, these two definitely both have something to prove. Uh, Bobby Lashley just lost the Miracle on 34th Street fight. Landed on those Legos, my goodness, 
one got lodged in his back. But uh, and Seth Rollins and he lost that match ultimately. Seth Rollins, uh, you know, uh, just came off of the defeats to Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Run, well Intercontinental Championship. So that I would say that run has come to a close. We know Dean has other things to worry about later on tonight as he takes on Apollo Cruz, but um, well Apollo, but it's uh, it's uh, shaping out to be quite the night on Monday Night Raw. I was so shocked that uh, Bobby Lashley didn't come out to do his almighty poses that we missed out on the real time part of hearing the promo from Leo Rush, but it was, uh, it's a night of motivation clearly because in this fresh start, Leo shares that no one, no one deserves uh, more of a fresh start than the almighty Bobby Lashley, you know, so outside of the poses that we usually get, um, we're going to get to see, Seth is going to get to experience uh, the more aggressive Bobby Lashley because he's a fighter, and we all know what fighters do, they fight, so, uh, you know, it sends him down there to dominate, and he started out the match very strong out of the gate. A lot of power moves and such like that, but and well, but Seth was able to uh, toss him out of the ring briefly, and going for the springboard, but uh, grabs him and hits him with a, uh, in, well, excuse me, a modified version of the flatliner off of the springboard. But um, during the match, we'll get to some big spots when it takes place. You know, Bobby Lashley has had quite the 2018, you know, being a good guy, and he definitely switched his attitude around after a couple of months, you know. We know Sami Zayn is coming back very soon, uh, just like Kevin Owens, but the rivalry between Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn, they had, uh, you know, some uh, obstacle courses, and they had his sisters come to the ring, quote-unquote, and, um, he got fed up, and I, I think part of the reason why Sammy's out is because of a bad case of vertigo. And this, uh, some other things. Go look it up on the WWE Network. Uh, excuse me. Go look it up on the WWE.com app. Wait a minute now. Ref is busy, and Leo Rush was able to land a Hurricanrana on Seth Rollins into the post. Either way. Into the commercial ad break, we know that uh, Seth Rollins has also had quite the 2018, had the Intercontinental Championship runs, uh, had those matches against Dolph Ziggler, had got turned on by Dean Ambrose after Roman had to uh, take a seat, and uh, you know had that had that hour and eight minute, hour and six minute, uh, hour and six minutes I believe it was. It was that gauntlet match. He was in there, you know, he's proven to be uh, more than just the Kingslayer, more than just the Architect, but a championship caliber superstar, you know. The reason why we haven't uh, seen much of Brock Lesnar is, uh, you know, I guess because of Brock Lesnar and other things that I guess we don't really need to get into right now because, you know, inside a storyline, the champion doesn't care to come. The champion, the beast, the reigning and defending, because he does defend when the time is, you know, uh, present for it. 
he uh, he he doesn't need to and the people have been upset about it and some people even say Seth Rollins after this 2018 that he's had he deserves a fair shot at Brock Lesnar uh, I'm I'm not gonna count him out but I know that we've all seen a fairly dominating uh, showing from Brock Lesnar each and every time he's gotten into the ring you know he's knocked out everybody with just one F5 uh, people were able to begin kicking out of this starting with Braun, you know, back at a crown jewel, but enough of them will keep anybody down. So, you know, some people want to see Seth Mania against Brock Lesnar, but I know that uh, the fastest way for him to get there would be winning the Royal Rumble match. He's got a lot of other superstars to go through, you know, such as Drew McIntyre, we've got uh, Braun Strowman that has his matchup against Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble uh, on January 7th, streaming on the WWE Network. January 27th, I said, I think. I think I said that correctly. But, uh, you know, we got Braun taking him on. But uh, who knows? Will we see Brock Lesnar at Mania? Will we see Braun at Mania? Who, who, what's it going to be? Who knows what's going to happen? But this is exactly why you have to continue tuning in to see what happens. Thus far in the matchup between uh, Seth and Bobby Lashley, I know that these two have everything to prove. I know that Bobby Lashley wants to really show why he's here. I remember back when he was uh, uh, just coming back around, he shared his goals and he wanted to take on Brock Lesnar and win the Universal Championship. So we'll uh, we'll see how much of that he'll be able to uh, accomplish in 2019 and before he gets there he's gonna have to uh take out seth now back on the shows he has seth in a submission hold uh um, we got leo rush outside cheering him on we're gonna get into the end of sequence of the match fairly soon we got a couple other things to take care of uh i'm i'm really intrigued to see what's going on crazy match engine chair shots but not from not from the almighty bobby lashley it's from Seth Rollins one of that ruthless side back and uh, Leo tried to jump from the top rope and caught a chair shot directly to what seemed like the chest but we'll just call it the midsection So we got Rhino back with Heath, and these two are taking on Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers, aka the Bollywood Boys. It's good to see the in-ring uh, debut of these guys, Monday Night Raw in-ring debut, however we want to call it. I've always enjoyed the Bollywood Boys. It's just a, you know, it's a fun little uh, sports entertainment gimmick that they have, and they're quite the superstars, <laughs> quite the characters and such. We just saw Jinder uh, Mahal just now kick Rhino in the face and go for a Coloss. And uh, this could be the victory. Heath Slater got there a little late because he went for a flying attack on one of the Sings. But Jinder Mahal was able to uh, shanty his way to victory. We know last week at Christmas, 
uh, the Christmas uh, Eve episode of Monday Night Raw. Or was it Christmas? Or something like that. Either way, that we know that these two were able to uh, get back together. And uh, we saw Rhino spear him. But wait. Intercontinental Champion speaks. Everybody seems to be talking about this fresh start from the man Do I look like a guy who needs any type of a fresh start? I don't think so. Now, Seth Rollins, on the other hand, he needs a fresh start. Did you see him out there? How angry he looks? How bent out of shape? He doesn't look well. Can't be feeling too good. I feel sorry for him. But as the moral compass of WWE, I still have an obligation to fulfill my promise to the people that everything Seth Rollins holds dear and burn it down. You're gonna feel good. You all people you seem to think that tonight is gonna be Apollo Crews storybook feel-good moment for 2018, don't you? Not sure about that. No. Do I look like a guy who enjoys feel-good moments? Uh-huh. <laughs> I will make it my personal duty to ensure that Apollo Crews fresh start Championship match is next. So if that's what's next, then that means we're gonna end up having our main event and as the tag team champ or the tag team match between uh Natty and Ronda Rousey, the Royal Women's Champion, taking on uh Nia Jackson Tamina. Very cool, very cool. Intercontinental championship talk. that a lot um the intercontinental championship for me was my favorite title back when the strap was black it was a uh, wait jojo hold on looks right he looked ready all right hashtag the IC title you want to go and discuss it yo now here's the thing I like the IC championship wait Apollo directly out the gauge giant drop kick bell ring match is officially underway I liked it back then I believe uh, I didn't really know uh, who the champion was I can't really remember who I don't have a favorite Intercontinental Champion per se, you know, uh, in the newer era, I enjoyed The Miz with his time with it, he uh, spoke on bringing prestige back to the title and that is exactly what he did, he um, he proved something with it, he proved that he was a definitely capable WWE superstar and treated it like it was the main title on the show, even uh, during certain pay-per-view events when uh, the the championship wasn't necessarily showcased so um you know uh 
now watching the championship not get cycled around but uh, get defended fought for and all the rest of that with the superstars that care about it so much like in this most recent run of you know Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and uh, Dolph Ziggler of course it's uh it's more important you know Brock Lesnar not being around you know we can look at it however we want to with a bad attitude but I think the best possible way to look at it is seeing the Intercontinental Championship being uh, put right back on top of the mountain where it belongs you know you heard Michael call it you you could hear it anytime you can look up the uh, long-tenured history of the Intercontinental Championship you know it catapults superstars it puts them on another level you know pardon me more so even than uh I would argue the United States Championship at times. You know, the last time we've seen the United States Championship means something outside of uh, the United States of Knock America and, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Owens, who's coming back soon, being the face of America. And, of course, this new title run that uh, Rusev is about to go on. You know, uh, hold on. Happy Rusev Day uh, to you and yours and a very happy New Year. But... The last time I can remember, uh, you know, the United States Championship meaning something outside of those moments was John Cena and the Open Challenge where it was defended each and every week on Raw. And, you know, this goes back to uh, before the Superstar Shakeup, what, maybe two years ago. And since, of course, there's been a couple of cool moments. You know, we've had uh, AJ Styles run with it. We've had a Bobby Roode run with it. We've had a Jeff Hardy run with it. We've had a... You know, Jinder Mahal run with it and take nothing away from these superstars. But right now on Raw, looking at the Intercontinental Championship being what it is and being defended in the fashion that it's defended, it should be respected as a high-ranking championship because it is. You know, we might not have as many championships as we did, uh, you know, a long time ago in the Attitude Era, you know, the European and Hardcore and such like that. But we have these, and these are... Of what everyone's fighting for next to just complete uh, dominance and supremacy on the roster. So Dean Ambrose uh, was uh, get he was getting it taken to him before the commercial break by Apollo Cruz. Apollo went for a little backflip off the apron or move salt and uh, you know right now Dean uh, well Dean was kicked out of the ring, fell down to his face, and in the moment it's looking like. Uh, Right now, Apollo is uh, getting the best of the Intercontinental Championship, but we know that Dean, being the Iron Man of WWE, being uh, the the moral compass, he has a lot left in the tank, and all we can do is hope, uh, well, all some can do is hope that Apollo is able to bring, you know, bring that home for the new year, but we know that Dean isn't necessarily going to stand for it he wants to end the new year rotten for him and he said he's going to make sure of it so i could only imagine what dean is going to be able to pull out i actually predict it's going to be a clean victory but that remains to be seen so let's see how it all takes place all right so we come back from the break and dean is stomping him out had a little bit of offense but then apollo was able to mount a little bit of offense of his own saw gorilla press and, uh, you know, started hitting him with that high-flying uh, flip into offense that only Apollo is known for. We saw a giant, well, just, it was standing, but it was real big. A shooting star press from directly in front of Dean. Uh, we saw uh, 
awesome front flip senton out of the ring and we saw a giant sit down power bar from apollo thought that was all it was going to take they saw a samoan drop but it wasn't enough dean was able to get the rope break off the sit down power bomb and uh after the senton out of the ring apollo sent them back in the ring and went for the frog splash and missed and that gave dino the opening for the dirty deeds and that was the one two three victory but it was a very game apollo cruz and take well apollo and take nothing away from him he, he fought his hardest and uh dean is able to take the victory but take nothing away from apollo at all wait alexa bliss the goddess What? A moment of bliss. <laughs> and being the first ever woman in WWE history to host her very own talk show wasn't enough. My very first guest next week will be Ooh. the baddest woman on the planet. Oh man. Women's champion, Ronda oh man. Now Ronda, I know how much you worship Roddy Piper. But I do suggest you dress appropriately for the occasion. This isn't just any talk show. This is my talk show. Mm. And you'll be in the presence of a goddess. Not slumming it in some pit. <laughs> well, All right then, all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our main event. We got the tag team match between Tamina and Nia Jax taking on Natty and Ronda Rousey. Soon as Ronda Rousey came out, she came out last as women's champion. And oh my goodness, we just saw a giant crossbody from the top rope. But as soon as they came down, as soon as Ronda Rousey came down the ramp, both her and Natty ran into the ring and began to, to just take it to Nia and Tamina. The referee had to cut it out so they could ring the bell and start the match officially. And uh, Ronda, well, Tamina ran up behind Ronda, and Ronda was definitely ready for it. Flipped over, and we've been seeing a dominant Natalia and Ronda Rousey since. You know, what I like about Natty really was it showed itself on the Christmas episode of Monday Night Raw. I, I really enjoyed uh, what her and Ronda Rousey were able to do. And it's very clear that uh, Sasha Banks listens to the podcast and uh, shares with some of the women what goes on. You know, call me delusional, but I'm a guy and believe it. So I think uh, since we're in the new era and everyone has a fresh start, I would make a request here and I would like to see a more of Natty not holding back. You know, uh, as far as in-ring competition goes, we know she's very capable. And I'm not talking about, oh, we need to see a heel turn. Like if that happens, that's, that's on the attitude of the WWE superstar. But I've seen, I saw something different in Natty last week. We all know she was the greatest. Even Renee brought it up. But uh, it's uh, it's more of a 
more of a, a feeling in that he wants to put these two women down, you know, because of the anger that they've uh, that they've that they've forced inside of her or whatever. But I would like to see Natty not hold back. I want to see uh, just how good uh, she is and not try to carry uh, these women superstars through the matches. Natty's been really, really nice throughout the year of 2018. And I know years ago, and I heard things, and I've seen some old clips of just how wild Natty can get. But, you know, now that we're here in this new era, you know, and her training Ronda Rousey as far as the WWE went, you know, I, I want to see I want to see Natty get crazy in that ring, not psychotic, none of that. But I want to see her be able to out maneuver, out wrestle the other women superstars. Anybody that dares step in front of Natty is gonna have to bring it. We don't need to see just you know regular random spots that we know Natty for with the little run across the back into the you know uh, low drop kick is it's all good and such but no I want to see Natty be able to bring it to the table you know and, uh, you know you should go and watch that on WWE Network another slight request maybe if there was ever time for it maybe we could have the Corey Graves uh, show come back because we're getting so much new stuff coming out or whatever, you know, bring it to the table was uh, fairly cool. Or was that? Uh, either way, uh, we're back on the show now. We got uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina in control of Natalia now. Got her in the corner and the, Tamina doing a couple stomps, having some fresh tags and Ronda's in the corner and just uh, clamoring for a tag, but uh, and Natty's have given a little bit of a comeback, but we know that uh, Nia Jax has uh, has her outmatched as far as the power game goes. Take nothing away from the face breaker, you know. We ran with her, uh, the mishap between her and Becky Lynch, but we haven't seen her uh, speak on Becky Lynch since. So it's very clear that uh, Becky got the best of uh, Nia Jackson. It would be really, really cool to see uh, Becky come on over to Raw, but that would mean that she, the, the easiest way to do that would be um, winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Oh boy. And we know she's a definite favorite going into that one. But um, regardless of that, we uh, know that Nia Jax was able to take advantage of the face breaker moment. And she's uh, proven to be quite the powerhouse in the women's division. You know, she has her uh, connections, you know, in and outside of the WWE universe. And uh, she's she's a very popular individual. And uh, Tamina, she, I think that uh, underneath Nia Jax's guidance, we, we've been seeing a lot more of a vicious side. I actually believe in Tamina. I think she's, uh, she's great. She's not, quote-unquote, the best in ring, but maybe she could train up with Natty some. Like, I don't know uh, how the injury, I'm pretty sure she's back in the ring a lot more often now. So, oh, big cross body from Natty to Tamina and putting her down. Um, but I would like to see uh, Tamina also uh, get her in ring uh, capability up there uh, with some of them. I don't know what it would take, you know, more training or what so have you. And, you know, we all have our resolutions uh, to get stronger, or get better at what it is we do and such like that. We just got a tag to Ronda Rousey and uh, 
she is sending all kinds of blows to Ronda Rousey. Shot after shot. All kinds of combos. She's hit her with like a 19-hit combo. That jumping knee where she jumped off of Nia's uh, thigh. And then she just came through with a judo hip toss, but a kick out at two. Ronda is zoned in, though. And picked on a friend. And uh, now what? Oh, look at that. Jumped off of a, knee, a thigh again and came through with a punch. Uh, kick out. Kick out by Nia Jax. But you can see the story that this match is telling is uh, Ronda Rousey doesn't, want, doesn't like her friends. Uh, being screwed with, you know, Nia Jax asked, where's your best friend now? And Ronda Rousey has been fairly dominating the match. Oh, she went in for a big punch, but now Nia has her in a position for a Samoan drop. But no, picked her up if a gorilla pressed her and then dropped her on her belly. Goes for, goes for a cover and it's a kick out. I've, uh... Truly enjoyed these two women going at it. We know back, I believe, at Money in the Bank and Ronda Rousey's first official match uh, for, I believe it was the Raw Women's Championship. We saw a, fair, a greener Ronda Rousey, but we saw just how much Tamina could take it to her. I'll never forget uh, Nia Jax hit Ronda Rousey with a move, maybe a power bomb or something, and uh, Ronda was so out of it that she was trying to get up, but then end up falling out of the ring. So you could see her ring awareness uh, wasn't all the way there. Now we have uh, Tamina jumping in the ring for a super kick. Ronda Rousey was going for a, a sunset flip power bomb, but Nia Jax was uh, on to her game this time around. I was able to punch her in the back of the head before she could get the uh, pulling started. So now Tamina and I and Jackson back in control. You know, I've, I think I've covered all four. Oh, Tamina went for like a headbutt off of the ropes and missed. And now Ronda Rousey is going for the armbar. You know, Ronda Rousey is so talented with just the way she... Uh, positions and maneuvers and reverses all of the moves and while she was going for the armbar Nia Jax came in with the leg drop onto Ronda and in comes Natty with the discus clothesline and runs into a super kick from Tamina yeah I know I've already said it once tonight I might have said it in the past but I could oh man we had a near fall Tamina went for a cover on Ronda and uh, Ronda was able to kick out. But like I said, I could talk about the women's division for hours upon hours because all of these women are truly bringing it and the stories that they actually are telling in the ring are becoming that much clearer. You know, there was a time when I couldn't necessarily tell you how the ring psychology worked, but being able to watch Breaking Ground and Tough Enough and other shows on the WWE Network, I was able to realize exactly what was attempted to be told. Tamina just went for the splash, and Ronda Rousey reverses it into an armbar, forcing Tamina to tap out. This is the main event result. Go. Yep. So that was how that ended up just now. Uh, the women, now that I guess we could put the year 2018 in the books as far as uh, uh, things go, we got about an hour left in real time. 
Oh man, the the women of uh, the Raw and SmackDown Women's Division in the year 2018 have totally uh, brought it. They've brought it. But wait, because next week we've got the return of Braun Strowman and the return of Brock Lesnar. We've also, well, we're also going to get the Tag Team Championship rematch between the Revival and uh, Tag Team Champions Gable and Rude. Also, don't forget, it's the world premiere of A Moment with Bliss with the special guest being Ronda Rousey next week on Monday Night Raw. And, oh man, it's we're going to get the greatest of all time, John Cena, making his return to Monday Night Raw next week. <sighs> Listen, Happy New Year to you all. The show's heading off. Shouts to everything pro wrestling. Shouts to Tom. Shouts to scumbags. Uh, shouts to everybody else that brings you uh, the podcast in the shadows. This is Blake. Tell your friends about the Anchor app. Download it. I had a couple sponsorships potentially lined up, but uh, if somebody sent me some voice messages and let me know if you would like to hear me share with some more actual sponsorships and uh, in potential weeks, uh, a couple in the, in the coming weeks, I might actually throw a couple at you guys. And I'm talking for real, not just the amateur style. Again, this is Blake. Happy New Year. If you have resolutions, stick to it beyond January. I know I've got a couple. I'm not even going to talk about them because I'm going to really stick to them and see how long I can do it. So, download the app. Tell your friends to do that. Follow the uh, follow the channel. Give me an applause. I'll do it for you. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow for SmackDown Live Real Time.